0: Welcome to episode number five of the Red Blood Podcast. I'm Connor Salmons, and today I'm joined with Principal Miss Batman and Jackson Kane, who's going to give you guys an update on last
1: week's events. Starting for the sports, South Gray had a spectacular week as the Running Rebels competed in the state cross-country race, in which Sam Moore placed 20th, Kylie Sableton placed 5th, Gwen Jance placed 6th, and JCD just placed 15th, making the girls the 2022 1A state cross-country champions. The football team finished their season last Thursday with a 2-7 record, but before we move on to their interviews, I would like to say a quick congrats to the volleyball team who put up a great fight in the Substate Volleyball Tournament. The girls finished with a record-breaking season of 33-7. Our first guest for today's new episode is Alexa Saib, a senior at South Gray High School. Alexa, you're one of the few students at South Gray who's involved in work-study here. Can you tell us where you are working and how work study works?
2: Okay, so I work at the Shepherd Center in Cimarron, Kansas. So how work study works for me is I work on blue days only, not black days. Um, I only do that because of the amount of time that I wanted to spend working on scholarships, college applications, just other things that would prepare me eventually for college. But the other seniors in my class work every day After lunch, they get to sign out and go to work. We do have to report our hours to Becky so she can turn them into the state and um, they get recognized for those hours. Um, Yeah.
1: So can you explain the difference between working at a nursing home and working at a hospital?
2: So working at a nursing home for me is, yeah, it might be different than working at a hospital. I haven't worked at a hospital personally, but basically at a nursing home, you get to help residents with basic need things um, and working at a hospital. I don't, you might just do like bed changes and taking vitals, but at a nursing home, you're definitely going to be more involved with your um, staff that you're taking care of.
0: So what um, initially made you interested in the medical field?
2: Um. So my mom is a nurse and she was a labor and delivery nurse for 17 years. Um, now she's a nursing professor at the Dodge City Community College and just growing up with her and hearing the things that she got to do and the people that she got to be involved with really made me interested. I also just really want to help people and do a job that would allow me to help people in the ways that I would like to. Um, yeah.
0: So once you graduate high school, what's the path that you're going to take in order to uh, start working in the medical field?
2: So I plan to major in pre-nursing, potentially at Fort Hayes State University if I get my choir scholarship, if I get a choir scholarship in the first place, and there I will continue to um, get a bachelor's degree in nursing.
1: So I know this might be a little too soon to ask, but do you have this dream city that you would like to work in, or is it just like anywhere you get a job?
2: Um, so, I don't necessarily have a dream city. I would love to live by the beach, honestly. I don't know who wouldn't, but I really want to work with kids. So, I think somewhere um, like a children's hospital would work really well for me, um, especially a children's hospital that maybe has has to deal with children with cancer or other illnesses like that. I think that would um, be really good for me.
1: Oh, yeah. So at school, you're the FCCLA District Vice President, and you just went to the Fall Leadership Conference. Can you tell the audience what all took place at this conference?
2: Okay, so at the Fall Leadership Conference, which took place in Satana, we first started off with a proper business meeting. So just your basic things, like we called to order this meeting, um, running through some treasurer stuff, um, going through the minutes of last meeting. And new business and old business basically just run like every other meeting. And then um, we broke out into breakout sessions. Uh, Zumba, I think. We had a star events one. We had a geriatrics one that Mrs. Z did. Um, yeah, and then we ended the meeting and everybody got to go home.
0: So what is your actual role at South Gray's FCCLA Club?
2: Um, I'm just kind of on the board, like just a board member. I'm just there to help them make decisions, maybe talk about certain issues or talk about things that we'd like to be more involved with in the community and how we can help out the community in any way. So I'm just kind of there to talk along with everybody else.
1: So last year you participated in the STAR event. Can you tell the audience like what STAR events are and how you get started with that?
2: Okay, so I don't know how to um, explain this to someone who's not been in FCCLA for a long time. But basically, star events are kind of like like a fair. Like you have all of these different categories that you can enter into. You could do like crafts or nutrition or they have like a digital media one where you make different videos and show them to people. Me and Lindsay Kane did a nutrition star event last year. And we made a spaghetti meal kit. We had to present it to a panel of judges at Wichita. And then I think we were, that was at State, and then we were second runner-up to go to nationals in California.
0: All right. Nice. So what other school activities are you involved in?
2: Um. So I do not play sports anymore. I used to, but... I'm involved in a lot of the clubs, like FCCLA. I'm also involved in 4-H, which isn't a school club. Um, and then just youth groups whenever I can go. And um, I'm not on Stugo anymore. But I've been in, involved in all those clubs in the past. So to any freshmen who want to get involved, I would get involved now. That's the smartest thing to do. Um, and then Vocal, which I'm super passionate about, and that's that's something that I love doing.
1: Yeah, can you give us a quick choir update?
2: Okay, so choir is awesome. I love Mr. Claker. I think with what we had to go through last year with um losing um quite a few teachers and just people that we all loved, he came in and he filled the role very well. I think he's done a tremendous job getting us all ready for these um honor choir tryouts which we have on Saturday and the concerts the fall concert, which we just had, and then the Christmas concert and the Veterans Day concert coming up. Um, he is so fun in class. We absolutely love him.
0: All right. So outside of uh, school inquire. what are some other
2: hobbies you have? Um, so I'm a music lover, 100%. I would like to thank my mom for that. Um, so I collect records. I love records. I love old music, all types of music. I have, I think, 200 records right now, uh, and then a Victrola record player, and uh, I don't know, other hobbies, taking care of my dog, I guess. That's about it.
1: So what's your favorite type of music?
2: Oh, I don't... I listen to everything. I really... I listen to a lot of piano music. I listen to a lot of 80s, um, 90s, and early 2000s alternative rock, 50s... Um, Older country, I don't love newer country. Uh, I don't really love pop music. That's, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, all right. So our last question for you today is, since you're a senior who has decided what they would like to do in your life, um, what advice do you have for the students who may not know what to do yet?
2: Um, it's just kind of whatever you're passionate about. I'm super passionate about... Um, helping people. So healthcare was just the route that I decided to take. And um, also maybe doing some things with music in the future if I'm able to. And that's also something I'm super passionate about. And it's kind of not really just about how much money I'm going to be making in the future. It's going to a job that I love and that I want to be at every single day, which is is really hard for a lot of people. So I want to know that I'm going somewhere where I love everything that I'm doing.
0: All right. All right. Well, thank you for the advice.
1: Our last guest for today's interviews is senior athlete who was a part of the sub-state runner-up performance in volleyball and the championship run in cross country, Ali Granados.
3: Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on the podcast.
1: So,
0: let's start off this interview by having you give us an insight on what it was like to run at the state cross country meet. Did you feel like you had any weight on your shoulders, did you just go out there and have fun?
3: Well, I just want to start off by saying that cross country and volleyball this year were amazing and I'm lucky that I had the opportunity to do both, but I've never actually been to state in any sport or any event, so because of that I was a little bit nervous for the state meet, but luckily I have really fast teammates in front of me, so the weight was not really on me, I just had to go out there and do my best.
1: All right. so. Why did you finally decide to run cross country, considering that you're now a senior and that your family's had a big presence in the sport?
3: Well, there had been some talk going around that my dad could possibly be the head coach, and I told him, if you become the head coach, I'll run my final season with you. But it was a really amazing experience, and I'm really glad that I decided to do it.
0: So what was it really like? running under Coach Granados or your dad?
3: Um, I think that everyone is a little bit scared to have their parents as a coach, but it was an amazing experience. He never was super hard on me and he treated me like the other runners. He's an amazing coach despite my bias. I think he has a lot of experience and he really cares about his runners and he believes in us and their full potential. He puts a lot into coaching and you can tell.
1: So how long, how long was your dad coaching at Fowler before he came to South Gray?
3: I think he had seven or eight years at Fowler. So oh, yeah. he, he started the program at Fowler.
1: And he's coached a bunch of good runners. So
3: yeah, he coached Sarah for a little bit. He had Paige Harris and he had a couple of kids at Fowler that had some.
1: Yeah. And Leah. So.
3: Yeah. And my sister.
1: So now before we move on the volleyball, what would you like to tell the runners who are kind of on the fence about running cross country considering that you're graduating and they do need another runner?
3: Well, I am a firm believer that everyone should do cross country at least once. It teaches you a lot that you're not going to find another sports. You learn a lot about yourself and how tough you really can be in hard times. I would encourage everyone out to go out, especially high school girls, because the four runners are returning. So there's a really high chance that you could be a part of another state championship team. And I think it would also really be cool to see the boys do it, too, so I think that all
4: the boys should go out as well. I think um, Jackson <clears throat> has gone out for cross-country before. Is that right, Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's something you want to consider doing next year. I don't know. <laughs> There's
1: been a lot of talk yeah, on their lunch a table, like, if you do it, I'll do it. If you do it, so <laughs> oh, maybe next year we'll have, like, a team of 20 kids. Maybe.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and you can substitute in when you want to run. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So now
0: on to volleyball, You guys have had quite the year with your 33-7 and record. How were you guys able to stay um, so competitive throughout the season?
3: Um, I think that as a team, we were pretty competitive because each girl on that team had a deep competitiveness within themselves. And it also really helps that our team was super close to each other. We always wanted to be in the gym with each other, so we spent a lot of time getting better because of that. And it was also nice because we didn't have problems, so we didn't have to spend time focusing on those problems. We got to spend more time focusing on how to get better rather than resolving problems within our team.
1: Oh, yeah. So, taken to the sub-state tournament, you swept your first two opponents with ease. You fell in your first set against Spearville. Then you bounced back, came back and won against your second set against Spearville. And then you lost your third set, 22-25. to 25. What were you able to learn in this nerve wracking environment that will will help you excel in other uh, parts of life?
3: So we never gave up in these times, and I think it really showed in the last set. We fought back from like 14 to 20. We came back to lose 22 to 25. But I think that really showed a lot about our team. When adversity faced us, we did not turn and run. We stayed and we fought through it together. And I think another thing that was really important to me about this game was the community support. Everyone was there, they were rooting for us, so many people came out, and they wanted us to do well, but when we lost, they were there to support us and comfort us, and I think it shows a lot about our community and the support that you're always gonna find places.
1: Oh, yeah. So, you've been playing volleyball for four years at South Gray. Um, What is your favorite memory from this season or all the seasons combined?
3: Well, my sophomore year, um, Addison Clark and Megan Tarn were playing volleyball together, and Megan decided to kick the volleyball, and it shot straight up, and it hit the light, and the light fell down, and the glass shattered and broke every year. That's probably one of my favorite memories from all yeah, four years. Yeah, that's probably years. hard to beat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this year, I think that my favorite thing was traveling to the tournaments. Like I said, we always had a lot of fun together, and I think it was really fun to win the, tournament, the Kiowa tournament together. And league was a really great experience, and we finally got to beat Spearville.
1: Yes. So taking into your senior year of schooling, I know you've been looking at a lot of colleges, one being the University of Arkansas in which you were accepted. Um, Will you become a Razorback, or are you still looking at other colleges?
3: Yes, I am so excited to get the opportunity to travel out of state for college, and I will be attending the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville. I officially signed my housing contract the other day, so I guess that means it's really happening. We had to put, like, a $200 deposit, so... That's really happening. I'm super excited to go to college, though, and to be a Razorback.
1: Do you have any friends that are going to that college?
3: Nope. I have kind of met some people, but I don't know anyone, really, that's going to the college. And
1: that's exciting. Why did you choose
4: Arkansas?
3: I went on a visit there, and it's super pretty, and I feel like it kind of has everything I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to go to a big school because I love to go to sporting events. So that's something that was pretty important to me, but the land down there is really pretty and it's really nice.
0: So what are you majoring in? Donna? Um,
3: I'm majoring in life science and I have an emphasis in pre-dental studies.
0: So what sparked that interest in that major?
3: Um, I've always wanted to work in healthcare and I did a lot of research into available jobs within that field and I found that a dentist would be a great path for me. So I decided to choose pre-dentistry studies. Do they have a good college down there for? Mm-hmm. they okay. have, yeah, they have a really good dental, and a lot of, they offer a lot of pre-medical studies.
1: Did your mom spark any of this interest? Yeah, I think, you?
3: yeah, both of my parents did, since they both kind of technically work in the healthcare field, but I think because of my mom, I knew that that was a job that I wanted.
0: Oh, yeah. All right, so our last question for you today is what will you be looking forward to most about college?
3: Well, I'm excited to make a lot of new friends and find a lot of new opportunities, but I'm also excited to attend SEC football and basketball games. Football down in the southern area is a lot more uh, vibrant than it is up here, so I'm pretty excited to go watch Alabama play Arkansas.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that sums up our interview for today. Thank you for coming on.
1: Yeah. Thank Thank you for having me. Our next part of today's episode, Mrs. Horderness, will give you an update on the block schedule change that has been made at South Gray High School.
4: Part of our school accreditation through the state of Kansas includes targeting students with any skills that they might be missing. And so not only is it part of our school accreditation process, but it's an important part of student success. So at the beginning of the year, students took a an assessment called FastBridge that diagnoses missing skills in both reading and math. And then we use the time that used to be flex time and shortened it up a bit and are providing a learning lab time, um, in small groups with targeted skill instruction. And we had incredible support from our administrators and from high school teachers stepping up and, um, Each of them have taken a small group of students that have been grouped by skills that they need. And so we're working on decoding and fluency and comprehension and vocabulary. And next year or next semester, our plan is to increase those groups and include um, some specific math skills as well. Right now, we're addressing some of those holes with Alex Math which is just a computer program that students are working on. We're also working on some progress monitoring with those reading skills so that we can see if this small group instruction is working and also which skills students are improving on. We have uh, Mrs. Soto, Ms. Zweigert, Mr. Claker, Mrs. Deegis, myself and Mrs. Wall that are all doing small groups, and then Miss um, Axel, Mr. Salmons, and Mr. Lording are doing senior seminar at that same time. And then so after the Learning Lab time, students still get an extended amount of time for what used to be called AES, which is now called Flex Time, where students can go get individual help in their subjects' um, courses from specific teachers.
1: Yeah, and so to give you a quick insight of what Connor and I are doing during Learning Lab, we're in Mrs. Wall's group and so what we do at first is mrs wall gives us a short little portion of an act section of the science and then so we go out fill all the questions check them and then later we work on alex math and then once we finish with that typically it's time for flex time in which we're able to work on anything we would like to so
4: yes and some teachers are using like a book club approach um, Mr. Clicker is getting to do a little bit of music appreciation, addressing, again, all of those reading skills within specific content areas, much like that science content area with Mrs. Wall.
1: So what is all taking place in the senior seminar?
4: Well, I don't know that I'm the person to ask that about, but I know that they're working on some real-life skills and budgeting and, um, like, credit cards and bank accounts and auto care and just everything tires. to
1: prepare you for life. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. So, yeah, that's, that's the biggest change that has been made to our block schedule. It's kind of, you know, it takes, it takes some time from from us, but I think we're glad for it.
4: I think so too. And um, the teacher group decided to make it a, a graded class and award 10 daily points based on things like cooperation, participation, effort, any product that you're asked to um, <clears throat> complete, and then of course attendance and promptness. And so that just adds a little bit of you know, accountability on everybody's parts that teachers are delivering appropriate content and students are showing up with, um, with their best um, effort and attitude for success.
1: Thank you for joining us, Mrs. Hortonus.
4: You're welcome. I'm happy to be here. I'm
1: sure we'll have you on again. I hope so.
0: Thank you all for listening to episode five of the Rebel Ed Podcast. This week at South Gray High School is going to be pretty uneventful until the home scholars will meet this Thursday. So if you have time, please come out and watch our scholars compete. The week following will be filled with events as there is a junior and senior financial simulation followed by some students going to tour the Ford County Jail and a veterans program Friday held at the junior high. And lastly, we have the South Gray Pep Band who will be playing at Wichita Thunder hockey game that Saturday. So with that being said, I think we can call this episode a wrap. It's a great day to be a rebel.